Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet, that's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and Game Sense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. Hey, it's Will Friedle. And Sabrina Bryan. And we're the hosts of the new podcast, Magical Rewind. You may know us from some of your favorite childhood TV movies like My Date with the President's Daughter. And the Cheetah Girls movies. Together we're sitting down to watch all the movies you grew up with and chat with some of your favorite stars and crew that made these iconic movies happen. So kick back, grab your popcorn, and join us. Listen to Magical Rewind on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Brought to you by State Farm. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. So a couple years ago, I hit 40 years old. And man, did things change. I didn't have the same strength and vitality that I had before. And I didn't have what I wanted. And that was the ability to work out and have a blast doing it. So then the pounds started packing on. Well, thank goodness I found Chalk, C-H-O-Q. And they're helping real American men just like you maximize your masculinity by boosting your testosterone levels up to 20% over 90 days. Now, I've been taking the Chalk Vitality Stack for over a year now. And not only am I working out, I've now lost 50 pounds. So so if you're ready to maximize your masculinity today, go to Chalk, C-H-O-Q.com, and use promo code Ben for a massive discount on any Chalk subscription for life. C-H-O-Q.com, code Ben, limited time offer. Subscription is cancelable at any time. Chalk.com. More Than a Movie is back with Season 2. I'm your host, Alex Fumero. And each week, I'm going to talk to the people behind your favorite movies. From The Godfather, Andy Garcia. He has the smarts of Vito, the temper of Sonny. The warmth of Fredo and the coldness of Michael. To the legend behind La Bamba, Lou Diamond Phillips. When I walked in, I didn't think I had a shot at Richie because John Stamos' picture was already up on the wall. Listen to more than a movie on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. White House Deputy Spokesman Andrew Bates lied, we now know, about Biden's Burisma meeting. This after we got more of the transcripts from the testimony that was given by Devin Archer to the congressional Republicans in Congress. Now, the White House Deputy Press Secretary Andrew Bates lied to the press in 2020 when he denied that a meeting between then-Vice President Joe Biden and Burisma Board Advisor took place in 2015, a meeting that has now been confirmed to have taken place. Is the media demanding a a response from the White House? Of course not, because they were in on the cover-up as well. Now, I want to take you back to October of 2020. The New York Post revealed an email from an individual, a Burisma board member, on the laptop of Hunter Biden. This laptop and the email, dated April the 17th of 2015, 
This board member of Burisma thanked Hunter Biden for inviting him to Washington, D.C. to meet and spend time with his father. The email clearly suggested that Joe Biden had lied when he told reporters in 2019 that he had, quote, never discussed his family's business dealings. It also confirmed a link directly to Burisma, which the Bidens had denied during Trump's first impeachment trial. Now, the Biden campaign uh, vigorously denied that such a meeting ever took place. However, saying that there was no such meeting on the official schedule of the vice president was the way they handled it. Andrew Bates, then a spokesman for the campaign, issued a very clear statement. Quote, investigations by the press during impeachment and even by two Republican-led Senate committees whose work was decried as, quote, not legitimate and political by a GOP colleague, have all reached the same conclusion, that Joe Biden carried out official U.S. policy toward Ukraine and engaged in no wrongdoing. Trump administration officials have attested to these facts under oath, the Biden family or the, the Biden spokesperson said at the time. The New York Post never asked the Biden campaign about the critical elements of this story. They went on to say in their statement, they certainly never raised that Rudy Giuliani, whose discredited conspiracy theories and alliance with figures connected to Russia intelligence have been widely reported, claimed to have such materials. Moreover, we have reviewed Joe Biden's official schedules from the time and no meeting as alleged by the New York Post, ever took place. There's a problem. Breitbart News contributor Peter Schweitzer noted at the time there were gaps in Biden's official schedule that day. Well, we now know what happened on those gap period of time on the schedule. How do we know it? Because Devin Archer was one of the gaps. That's right. Last week, Devin Archer Hunter's former best friend and business partner confirmed that the 2015 meeting happened to the House Oversight Committee under oath. I want to read for you the following exchange that took place at the committee. This happened during Devin Archer's testimony. Question. Turn your attention now to spring of 2015. Dinner at Cafe Milano, where I believe Vice President Biden attended as well. Can you tell us about that dinner? Who was there? Devin Archer, okay. Could you repeat the date? It's the spring or April of 2015 around. April 2015, Archer responds. Mr. Schwartz, the second one. Mr. Archer, oh, the second. There you go. Yes, Vice President Biden did attend. Then the next question, who else was there? Answer, there was two dinners. At that dinner, it was Vaden. Massimokov, and then another leader from Burisma. There was a Greek priest, Orthodox priest, I think. I believe someone from the World Food Program. I think that was the, and then there, do you have others? The question comes back. He did say yes. Democrats attempted to play down Archer's testimony, saying that Joe Biden merely discuss, quote, the weather, quote, unquote, with his son's business partners. None acknowledged that the president had lied or that his campaign had lied about Burisma and other contacts 
with Hunter Biden's business partners. Bates has not commented on the latest revelations. Legal analyst Jonathan Turley commentating on the confirmation of the meeting between Joe Biden and a Burisma executive that Bates had claimed never took place said this, quote, it was the same pattern that we saw with a laptop. The claims of Russian disinformation, the lack of media curiosity, the lack of coverage of the later disclosures. It is the hallmark of a state media by consent rather than correction, coercion. There is the denial of the incident, the dismissal of the story, and then the downplaying of the facts that come out. I couldn't agree more with this. Now, you put this together, this transcript, and I want to go to another headline that is shocking, and that's this. We are now being told that Devin Archer's wife holds a 10% stake in the same Chinese state-backed fund as Hunter Biden's lawyer. Devin Archer's wife, Krista Archer, holds a 10% stake in a Chinese state-backed investment fund, BHR Partners, the same fund in which Hunter Biden's lawyer controls a 10% stake. That, according to legal documents unearthed by nonprofit Marco Polo and exclusively obtained by Breitbart News. Krista Archer's stake in BHR Partners is notable because Devin Archer, Hunter Biden's best friend in business and who co-founded BHR Partners in 2013 with the president's son, testified before Congress regarding BHR Partners, a fund in which the Archer family has an ongoing interest. The documents raise questions about if Devin Archer divulged his family's stake in BHR Partners to investigators. Such information could be relevant to the congressional probe into the Biden crime family. And a source with knowledge of the documents has now confirmed their authenticity to Breitbart News. Now that Devin Archer has resurfaced in the news, the documents are, well, clearly now relevant. Devin and Krista Archer did not reply for requests for comment when asked about Mrs. Archer's ownership stake in BHR Partners through a diversified Inc. company. On Monday, Devin Archer confirmed to investigators during his testimony that Hunter Biden put then-Vice President Joe Biden on speakerphone more than 20 times with business associates to, quote, sell the brand. Now, one of those phone calls included dinner in China with Jonathan Lee, the third co-founder of BHR Partners. The official transcript of Devin Archer's testimony does not appear to include any reference to his wife's share in the Chinese state-backed fund. It is unknown why Devin Archer's wife would hold a 10% stake in BHR Partners. Now, this is relevant because if you remember, Hunter Biden was supposed to hold 10% for, quote, the big guy. Now, here's what we know about Krista Archer. Krista Archer is a medical doctor and a mother of three children. She practices medicine in New York City at Norwell Health slash Lenox Hill Hospital, where she specializes in, obviously, medical care. She's associated with the American Board of with multiple specialties. She also sports her own foot care retail line called The Arch. She has made a number of appearances, by the way, on network television, including back in the day with Dr. Oz, who, by the way, ran for Congress or Senate, I should say. Now, according to a document titled Equity Transfer Agreement, 
Krista Archer acquired a 10% stake in BHR Partners on March the 18th, 2017 from Devin Archer through this company. The document is signed by Krista Archer, Devin Archer, and Eric Squarin, president of the company, an entity that also acquired a 10% stake in BHR Partners. The equity agreement is written in both Mandarin and also in English. This is massive, by the way, because it explains why everybody was getting 10% and how they were funneling the money. Look, you did the tough thing during COVID. You paid your people and pulled your business through the pandemic. And now doing the tough thing could qualify you for a $26,000 per employee at covidtaxrelief.org. Government funds are available to reward companies with two or more employees who stayed open during COVID. This is not a loan, and you don't have to pay it back. Look, this program is complicated, but nobody knows more about it than the CPAs and tax experts at Consumer Tax Advocates. The best part is you pay nothing up front. They do all the work, and then they share a percentage of cash that you get. Businesses of all types, including nonprofits and churches, can qualify, including those who took PPP loans, even if you had increases in sales. You did the tough thing for your employees during COVID. Let covidtaxrelief.org help get you up to $26,000 per employee. Visit covidtaxrelief.org. That's covidtaxrelief.org. covidtaxrelief.org. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet that's right up to fifteen hundred dollars again sign up using code buckeye and receive up to fifteen hundred dollars back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet BetMGM and game sense remind you to play responsibly 21 plus and present in ohio subject to eligibility requirements rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days gambling problem call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with mgm northfield park that's 1-800-GAMBLER Now, if you look at 10%, 10% was a number that the Bidens really liked, Devin Archer really liked. In fact, everybody involved in the Biden crime family was just wanting to grab their, you know, stake, their 10% here or there, whether it's Devin Archer, whether it's Devin Archer's wife, right, whether it's, whether it's Joe Biden or 10% for the big guy. But these numbers continue to add up, and these numbers clearly show that This business scheme, this corruption was on a scale that was just incredibly big. Now, Tucker Carlson interviewed Devin Archer. He did this interview for his show he does on Twitter. Uh, And it was pretty shocking to, to honestly hear everything that he had to say, because a lot of it is shocking. Um, Just to hear him talk about the crime family, the way that he talked about this crime family and what he was actually telling us, what was being told, what what, what people were hearing. And he released this second part. And I want you to hear what he had to say about selling access to Joe Biden 
um, and, and how he described it. It's a longer clip here. It's an important one because this is the guy who was in the Biden crime family. Listen. So you worked with Hunter Biden in a bunch of different businesses. Um, what were the skill, the specific skills that he brought to clients? Well, at the end of the day, he, you know, he had a career in Washington, yep. uh, graduated Yale Law School and had a very big network in, in D.C. and brought that know-how and understanding of D.C. and ultimately the Biden brand. The know-how. So as far as I could tell, he wasn't doing legal work. I Correct. Mean, he wasn't in the counsel's office at Burisma, right? No, no. So the the network and the Biden brand sounds like the the kind of key component of Absolutely. what yeah. he was bringing. Yep. Um, do you think that he would have been in those businesses, not having a business background, without his father being in a government position? It's hard to speculate in, in those regards. I mean, yeah. I think when we initially met and, uh, and he talked about his advisory business, his business that needed to transition from lobbying to advisory and the interest in private equity, it seemed... Uh, you know, it seems like a new and interesting network for us to expand our business. Um, whether he could have, you know, been in that position, it's it's hard for me to speculate. Right. But obviously, the brand of Biden, you know, adds a lot of power when you're dad's vice president. For sure. And there was a time maybe 10 years ago when private equity, maybe like AI now, was just one of those terms people throw out. I'm in private equity. <laughs> right. But the mechanics, having done it, coming right. from a business background yourself, are kind of complex. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. No, it's a complex business. Um, takes years of training. But again, they're, the initial idea around the business, they were going to provide, you know, the government insight and an additional network to raise capital and then, you know, deal with regulatory issues that you might have at the corporate level. Right. Regulatory issues. Exactly. Okay. So that would be more his area. Right. That would be his space. Right. But did he have a, a sophisticated understanding of regulation, do you think? Um, I think that he led a team that had had a had a sophisticated. <laughs> <laughs> okay, because <laughs> I lived in Washington a long time around a lot of regulation, also a very complex area. Absolutely, absolutely. I think there's the, you know you got to be an expert in knowing the guy, and he was the guy that was the expert in knowing the guy. He was an expert in knowing the guy, right. and who was the guy he knew? Uh, well, he knew a lot of people, but obviously yep. there was some familiar, you know, some, his brother, his father, uh, yep. uh, some of his, his father's siblings. So he, he knew a lot of people. And, and obviously I know you're pointing to, you know, the father being the key relationship. That's well, true. no, I, I'm just trying to get a sense of Washington's not a money town. Right. You know, people don't aren't in business in Washington for the right. most part. And most people don't have business skills that I noticed in 30 years of living there. Um, so really the business of Washington is is selling access. That's what it looked like to me. Yes. Not just Hunter Biden, but like, yeah, no, I think that's, do. I mean, I think that's the, one of the like core misconceptions. I mean, it seems like when I, you know, understanding a regulatory environment means selling access at the end of the day. That, yeah. That's how I interpret it. And I think that's how most people on, you know, on Wall Street, whether they admit it or not, interpret it. Let's be clear about what Devin Archer just said to Tucker Carlson. He said it three different ways and all of them were the same thing. Hunter Biden was selling access to the vice presidency of the United States of America. He was selling access to knowing the guy. And the guy was the vice president of the United States of America. And that's how the deals were done. Devin Archer understood this. He understood that in their business arrangement. He understood it that, hey, if you need the guy and that's what you need to get people in the door, then he's the guy that knows the guy. That's selling access. Now, that goes completely against what the White House said over and over again when they lied to you. They lied and said there was no involvement in the family business 
dealings. That's what the White House said to you. They had the White House spokesman. They had people on the payroll, the vice president's office back in the day, the campaign. Many of these people, by the way, their paychecks being paid for by you as a taxpayer. And what were they they were doing? They were lying to you and you were paying them to lie to you. They were not telling you the truth. They were lying to you. Did he have any expertise in what he was doing? You heard the response there. No. No. He did not have any expertise in what he was doing. Okay, so he didn't really. So the only thing he brought to the table is he's the guy that knows the guy. And who's the guy you want? You want the vice president of the United States of America? We can make that happen. Okay, so you're the guy. You, you, you know the guy. Yes. Can he get things done on behalf of the United States of America? Yes. So you can get the guy to do political favors for me. The answer, yes. That's pretty, that's pretty damning. Now, let's think about who this is coming from. It's coming from Devin Archer. Well, who's Devin Archer? Well, he happens to just be the best friend of Hunter Biden and his longtime business partner who understand how valuable it was to know the guy, the vice president, Joe Biden, and now the other guy, the president of the United States of America. He understands how important that relationship is. And he also understood how to make money off of it. Because at the end of the day, this was about making money. This was all about selling access to get favors from the U.S. government. And the guy who had the ability to get those favors, that person was Joe Biden. And Devin Archer, who was in business with the Biden crime family, is telling you this now. Yeah. So we're going to we've got a complex business that intersects with government. We need a guy who knows. it. Right. How do I you know, deal with getting a guy a visa that needs to come over for a business deal? Right. Call our lobbyist that knows the guy in DHS or used to work in DHS or, you know, in Customs and Border Patrol or the people at the embassy and state. They, they might be able to help. So there are very like tactical elements that are regulatory and compliance and governance that you have to go through. And you got to know the guy that right. worked at the old agency that now has the lobbying firm that can go back to the agency and you know, get get things put to the front of the line. So the reason I'm asking this is because it's not to give the Bidens a pass, hardly. But when people say, well, there's some question about whether Hunter was trading on his father's name. If you live in Washington, like that's the whole city right there. Right. I think you you know the answer to that. At the end of the day, he had the best advantage to do that because of where he was. And, you know, we thought that when we went into business, this was a great opportunity for us. So... I get it. And you're not the only one who did that. Right. There were a lot of, a lot Hunter of Biden is not the only son of a famous government official who's right. done this, right, at all. But I just wonder, like, when you hear people say, well, it's kind of an open question right. about why they hired Hunter Biden. Like, that's pretty disingenuous, no? Right. I think at the end of it, so when you look at the whole, there, there are people that maybe were, you know, sons or relatives or brother-in-laws of other high-ranking officials. But I think what we ran into and with, with what Hunter ran into was like almost like an Icarus issue. So he got a little, it was too close to the sun. It was too right. good to be true. And the connections were, were too close and the scrutiny too much. Yes. And it ended up destroying, you know, he it left a wake of a lot of, dis, you know, a lot of destruction in business over a number of years. So how many, um, it's been reported and you have said that there were occasions when uh, Joe Biden would call in with clients present on a speakerphone. Right. How, how many times do you think that happened? I mean, over a 10-year partnership, I would, um, you know, the number I'm going with is 20. That's probably the, the, the amount that I so kind of record. Yeah, a lot. By the way, let's just be clear about this, okay? This is a guy that's been in business with him 
for more than a decade. More than a decade, he was in business with the Bidens. He understood what they were selling. He understood they were selling access to the Biden family. He understood it went to the highest bidder to get things done and that you needed a guy to get it done. And that guy, we know who that was, Joe Biden. And without Joe Biden, these businesses didn't work because it was about access. And he did it for 10 years. And Devin Archer, by the way, made a hell of a lot of money over those 10 years because he was getting his hands on deals and doing deals from from the financial side of things that there's no way in hell, okay, that Hunter Biden could do them and or figure out how to do them. That's the other part of this equation. Just want to be clear about that, okay? So Devin Archer is now just saying, okay, I'm going to tell you everything. I'm going to give you everything. I'm going to tell it all to you. You want to know what happened? They've come out on me. They've come down on me. You want to level the playing field? I'll level the playing field with you. I'll tell you everything you want to know. And I can tell you that I was sitting there and and it happened a lot, more than 20 times where it was like, oh, we need a favor. Okay, let me call my dad. I'll, I'll prove to you how fast I can get things done. I'll prove to you how quickly I can pull this off. I will prove to you what what can happen because of who I've got on speed dial, which is the vice president or now the president of the United States of America. Every day, there are two different economies that are growing bigger and bigger. One of them is powered by everyday Americans who are sick and tired of all the woke propaganda being jammed into every product that we're consuming. Well, big mobile companies are no different. For years, they've been dumping millions and millions into leftist causes, including Planned Parenthood. And you had to have a cell phone, and that's the reason why you paid that bill, because you didn't have an alternative. Well, guess what? Now there's an alternative, Patriot Mobile. They are America's only Christian conservative wireless provider, and they use your money to fight back. They offer you dependable nationwide coverage on all three major networks so you get the best possible service in your area without the woke politics. Now, when you switch to Patriot Mobile, you are sending a loud message that you support free speech, religious freedom, the sanctity of life, the Second Amendment, and our military veterans and first responder heroes. They have a 100% U.S.-based customer service team as well, so they make switching easy. You get to keep your phone, keep your phone number two. Just go to patriotmobile.com slash Ferguson or call them 878-PATRIOT. Get free activation today with the offer code Ferguson. Ask about their coverage guarantees while you're there. Get the same dependable service that you want and take a stand for the values that you demand. PatriotMobile.com slash Ferguson or 878-PATRIOT. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet, that's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER.
I'm Jack Armstrong. He's Joe Getty. We're the Armstrong and Getty Show. We cover the stories the mainstream media ignores. The stories that are important to your life and important to the world. The election, of course. The many trials of Donald Trump. Couple of wars. Gender-bending madness. Why are kids looking at so much social media? And we bring you the stories the mainstream media is on. But we do it without the left-wing media spin. Listen to Armstrong and Getty On Demand on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search the Armstrong and Getty Show to start listening. Let me remind you quickly who Devin Archer is. He was a man who did business for more than a decade with Hunter Biden and Joe Biden and the Biden crime family. They then hung him out to dry. He's now confirming everything that we knew about selling of access and the influence peddling that was happening within the Biden crime family. We now know a lot more about what happened and also how it worked. And it was incredibly disgusting to see how it all went down and how it actually worked. Part of what Devin Archer talked about was the phone calls. Those phone calls that happened numerous times, more than 20 times, where Hunter Biden would call his dad on speakerphone to let clients know what's going on, right? The type of access and power he has, because when you're selling access, if the guy answers your phone call, then you know maybe he really does have the access that you're trying to buy. Take a listen to more of what he had to say to Tucker Carlson. So how many, um, it's been reported and you have said that there were occasions when uh, Joe Biden would call in with clients present on a speakerphone. Right. How, how many times do you think that happened? I mean, over a 10-year partnership, I would, um, you know, the number I'm going with is 20. That's probably the, the, the amount that I so kind of record. Yeah, a lot. You could say. So Joe Biden, who's very much a product of Washington, of course, must have known that he was calling in to effectively a business meeting that his son was having. I mean, he must have understood that that, that was kind of what his son was selling. Well, that's, I mean, it's hard for me to speculate on that. <laughs> but like... I guess my question, just to keep it to the facts, Joe Biden, then the sitting vice president, knew that there were Hunter's business associates in the room. Yeah, I think I can I can definitively say at particular dinners or meetings, he knew there were business associates and he, you know, we, or if I was there, I was a business associate too. Um, So I think, or if, you know, any of the other colleagues from the DC office or the New York office were there. So yeah, at times there were from the, you know, to be, you know, completely clear on the calls. I don't know if it was an orchestrated call in or not. It certainly was powerful though, because, you know, if you're sitting with a foreign business person and you hear the vice president's voice, that's prize enough. I mean, that's, that's, that's pretty impactful stuff for anyone. It's, it's uh, been reported. And I, I know that it is true that the Hunter and his brother were very close to their dad. Absolutely. Um, which I think is great. Yep. Um, I've got a lot of kids. I'm very close to them. Talk to them every day. Yeah. Never called them on speaker during a business meeting. That's weird. Hmm. You've got a lot of kids. You're close to them. Do you call them on speaker during business meetings? Um, do I call? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, what is that? A grown man calling his dad on a speakerphone during a business right. meeting. Right. And to be clear, sometimes it was the call was coming in and the speaker would go on. So it was. it's just the presence. You have to be, I mean, you're, you, you understand DC, right? So the power to have that access in that conversation and it's not in a scheduled conference call and it's a part of your family that's that's like the pinnacle of uh of power in dc a hundred percent i guess i'm pivoting against the lie that i'm hearing people tell with a straight face congressman goldman for example that we don't really know what was going on. really 
You're taking a call from the vice president and you put it on speaker. It's not just, hey, dad, I'm in a meeting with some buddies. Right. It's let me let me put my dad, the vice president, on speaker. Yeah. Yep. In the, in the rear view, it's uh, it's a it's an abuse of soft power, I'd say. An abuse of soft power. Um, in- an abuse of soft power. So he knew what the line was. They knew how to stretch the line. They knew how to run over the line. They knew how to make sure that that line was protected, and they were able to do it for decades. And if he just wouldn't have left his stupid laptop, we would have never known any of this. Now, the people in Washington knew this was happening. There were journalists that knew this was happening. There were government officials that knew this was happening. There were people at the FBI and the CIA and the DOJ that knew what this happened. But I'm talking about the public now, right? Us minions of, uh, uh, you know, that they, they pull the puppet strings with. We would have never known any of this was even a possibility if it wasn't for Hunter Biden being an idiot and leaving his laptop at that repair shop. The laptop and that repair shop that, right, the whole media said wasn't real and it was Russian disinformation and it was a lie. But then because of that laptop and because people kept digging and because people kept connecting dots and because of suspicious activity reports and because of whistleblowers, the IRS and whistleblowers, the FBI and whistleblowers that were all over the place, literally, who've had enough of watching this type of corruption in our government coming forward, being brave enough to risk their entire careers and their lives to explain exactly what happened. And then other people getting screwed, like Devin Archer, who was clearly getting screwed. Devin Archer said, all right, I'll tell you the truth now. You're going to let me hang out to dry? I'll tell you everything you want to know. I'll tell you what happened. I'll tell you when it happened. tell you where it happened. I'll answer your questions. If it wasn't for all of these things, we wouldn't know any of this. Now, again, the people in power knew about it. I want to make that abundantly clear. The people that should have stopped this from happening knew about it. The people that were supposed to be policing this type of activity knew about it. This is a person that still has not been charged with a serious felony of representing a foreign country in America, trying to gain influence in America. Never, ever did Hunter Biden ever register as a foreign agent. In fact, he even said in his own emails, I don't want to. I don't want to register as a foreign agent. We need to make sure I'm not a foreign agent because if he was a foreign agent, they also know what would have happened, right? If he was a foreign agent, right? If that, if, if that officially became a thing, it would have made it too risky for the Biden crime family business. So that couldn't happen, right? That, that couldn't take place. That was just too big of a risk. So instead... They just didn't do it. And they knew that the government was going to protect them at all costs. And they did it. And if it wasn't for these whistleblowers and it wasn't for the special activity reports, and if it wasn't for the Republicans winning back the House, we wouldn't know any of this, which the deep state knew and refused to investigate and allowed it to take place, allowed it to happen. That's what you never need to forget about this story. Make sure, by the way, that you share this podcast with your family and friends. Hit that little forward arrow and text it or put it on social media so other people can hear about this story about how dangerous our open border is. 
while the media does everything it can to try to shut you down, silence us, and make sure no one knows what's really happening. Also, hit that auto-download or subscribe button so you get this podcast each and every day for free, and I'll see you back here tomorrow. From original art and diplomas to ticket stubs and the keys to your first home, we all have mementos we'd love to put on display. FrameBridge is the easy and affordable way to custom frame just about anything with fair upfront pricing based on the size of your item and fast, free shipping. Plus, your happiness is guaranteed. See why FrameBridge has been trusted to frame over 2 million pieces. Visit FrameBridge.com or a local FrameBridge store to get started. That's FrameBridge.com. So a couple years ago, I hit 40 years old, and man, did things change. I didn't have the same strength and vitality that I had before, and I didn't have what I wanted, and that was the ability to work out and have a blast doing it. So then the pounds started packing on. Well, thank goodness I found Chalk, C-H-O-Q, and they're helping real American men just like you maximize your masculinity by boosting your testosterone levels up to 20% over 90 days. Now, I've been taking the Chalk Vitality Stack for over a year now, and not only am I working out, I've now lost 50 pounds. So if you're ready to maximize your masculinity today, go to Chalk, C-H-O-Q.com, and use promo code Ben for a massive discount on any Chalk subscription for life. C-H-O-Q.com, code Ben, limited time offer. Subscription is cancelable at any time. Chalk.com. More Than a Movie is back with Season 2. I'm your host, Alex Fumero. And each week, I'm going to talk to the people behind your favorite movies. From The Godfather, Andy Garcia. He has the smarts of Vito, the temper of Sonny. The warmth of Fredo and the coldness of Michael. To the legend behind La Bamba, Lou Diamond Phillips. When I walked in, I didn't think I had a shot at Richie because John Stamos's picture was already up on the wall. Listen to more than a movie on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Jack Armstrong. He's Joe Getty. We're the Armstrong and Getty Show. We cover the stories the mainstream media ignores. Stories that are important to your life and important to the world. The election, of course. The many trials of Donald Trump. Couple of wars. Gender-bending madness. Why are kids looking at so much social media? And we bring you the stories the mainstream media is on. But we do it without the left-wing media spin. Listen to Armstrong and Getty On Demand on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search the Armstrong and Getty Show to start listening.